Too much alcohol. Nah, not enough alcohol. Hello and welcome to episode 39 of Christie's Third Nipple. The podcast is unnecessary as all that Factor 100 sun cream bought by the Tartan Army for the Qatar World Cup. (laughs) (laughs) But we're not here to dwell on that because we've got big news from Christie HQ, otherwise known as Table 10 in the Bell Tree, (laughs) where I am joined, as ever, by Darren and Tarek. And that big news is, my friends, is that we're spicing things up with the usual format. The deep dive movie section will now stand alone in its own episode, separate from the other bits and pieces we usually deliver in this section. Where today we have our recommendations, a look back over social media, and finally, who the three of us have picked for our most hated film or TV character. I've got to pick one. Oh, man. Characters. (laughs) (laughs) Plural. The movie review, in this case The Gentleman, will be released this time next week, which in effect means a return to weekly episodes for Crossy's Third Nipple. Whoop, 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 whoop. There you I go. hear you all say. <laughs> <laughs> now it's to prove if you like us or the movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll take either. Yeah. <laughs> either. As long as you listen. As long as you listen. More chance to take sponsor points. Yeah. So, I've had a bit of cake, you know, half hour or an hour. Um, so, this past last half just hour? Just before we were started, yeah, just before we started this. Right. Um, so, you just don't know this, but um, our one of our regular frequent flyers on the podcast is coming over to the UK again for a week's stay. Mm. So, we've got Izzy's mum, my, my oh, Polish mother. Really, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's back. She's back. She's back with a bang, baby. And so is half of our contact. Everybody's got to be happy with this. Um, so she's coming back for Bella's first Holy Communion. Um, a couple of other Izzy's family members have come across over. Frantically trying to get everything all set for it because we've had quite a busy couple of weeks, so the house is a catastrophe. And, well, not catastrophe, it's just a bit of a mess. Um, and so the back garden. And then as he just throws it on us, um, can you go and move that half ton of stones and just put it to, uh, just put like black rubber mulch, cover it over or something else? I was like, what? It's just now? Yeah, 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 just go and do it now. So I had to hold all these bags and I was standing there arguing with her as to why we don't need to do this. I was like, come on, we'd, we'd really, nobody, nobody's going to come here and go, oh my God, look how bad check, you're Check the mulch. Check, yeah. check, check the mulch, check the stones. I've got cleaner mulch. Oh, exactly. <laughs> and then we're going a wee back and forth and I'm winning it. I'm winning this argument. And then the one thing that happens that will lose every argument, a bird shot on us. Oh, <laughs> So you're not winning any argument. It's, 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 it's meant to be good luck, but it never feels <laughs> like Because <laughs> <laughs> she was like, what's wrong with you now? Burst is shot on What was it? Was it on the just, just down my arm, but I ch- okay. t- changed the t-shirt and all that. Hence but I say, I was trying to hit this big target on top. <laughs> big baldy, baldy head. <laughs> I'm being baldest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a guy in history died. A, a bird was... I think it was flying in like a tunnel or something like that. I was looking for a rock, like was it was an egg or anyway, something heavy, and they're trying to find a rock to crack it on. 
where they found this bald guy's head instead and just dropped it. And it just went, <laughs> the kite died. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> History buffs it. So what's so what, so what, so what, so on his? Phil Baldy. He paid the ultimate price for being bald. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now remember, it's hereditary. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so just watch that. Her from, watch that forehead grow. I've heard it's from the mother's father. No, 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 no. 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 <laughs> so that's how my last wee while has gone. Get here. But yeah, you're right about things that instantly like, lose you in an argument. Aye, that's, aye, that's, that's, that's one. Another one is like tripping up. Yeah. Mm. Like, ooh. I, was, I can't remember if I said this one because we've had. What arguments? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so we were potty training Bella in Bowen, mm. so she was running a bit more than that way on. And um, we were just kind of down by the lake and everybody was doing something. And yeah, me and Izzy had another wee argument. And as she was storming away, she just started hopping. Oh no. She stood in the big pile of Bella's poo. Open <laughs> 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 <Hoping> toed. <laughs> so I suppose. <laughs> I won that argument. Well, if the argument is just let her run about the on that, they are. <laughs> <laughs> then yeah, you definitely won the argument. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can't never roll like a Yeah. Right, before we get into divorce <laughs> 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 shit, let, let, let's get rid of that visual in your head. Yeah. Uh, I want to give a shout out to another podcast. Yes, they do fucking exist. Uh, <laughs> those of you who listened to the Blade episode, yes. where I briefly heard Emily, the better half of Connor Beaton, friend of the show, previous guest. Mm-hmm. Emily just loves Lord of the Rings. Yeah? And if you do too, you should listen to My Brother, My Captain, My Podcast. They go pretty deep into the books, the movies, the like the Norse mythology behind it all. Um, and one of the most recent episodes takes like a wee detour towards the Northmen, which mm. you recommended. For they think that the, ble- the, the the film shares some like common DNA with the Lord of the Rings series. Yeah, there is. Fantastical natures, yeah. Too. yeah. Like, that's what I was trying mm. to like say. Like, I don't know if I got it across, but yeah, it's a pretty straightforward film, but it does lean into some of those aspects from time to time, so. yeah. And when I was out with Connor, he told me about this. I, I told him that, we, yeah, we kind of jokingly said the Northman was had the same storyline as Lord of the Rings, uh, the Lion King, yeah, Lion King. And he says, Well, yeah, that's based on this, and that's what Lord of the Rings is. Kind oh, of okay. der- derivative from and all that, like Shakespeare, maybe. Yeah, so, yeah. Everyone's copying each other. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I also told Connor that my view that I wouldn't get as much enjoyment as watching Lord of the Rings now as I did when they were released. I feel to say you didn't agree. Really? Yeah. How many Strongly. times have they went back and watched the Lord of the Rings? Oh wow! I would. Oh, I would imagine that it's like. <laughs> Constantly on repeat in yeah. the household. But they, like as you say, that they're into the books as well. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, when you do read a book, it's you get so much more up of a uh, movie, mm, don't you? Yeah. yeah. And the other way around. Have any of you seen a movie then read a book? Yeah. Um, it, like um, doing that right now with uh, Christine, the right. Stephen King, Evil Car one. And how are you finding that? It's quite good. It's a lot more. Uh, the book's a lot more detailed, and there's a lot more kind of aspects to it. But I will say, I do like a because more straightforward the film is. Like the book, it jumps back and forth between first person and third person, and the first person's a different 
first well, sometimes the first person are different people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it can be quite confusing to read like, oh, this is from Arnie's point of view, or this is from Michael's point of view, or this yeah. is from nobody's. But the film is just very straightforward and it's quite it's quite good as well as John Carpenter directs mm -hmm. the film, so yeah, and can't um, go wrong. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> where's Wally? I mean you could find <laughs> <it>. <laughs> <laughs> And then on the cartoons you got you got only thirty seconds to find yeah. it. You've got the books and you've got hold of And the Garfield comics that's in the carrier above the, the crossword, right? It'll take you like thirty seconds. Yeah, yeah. It won't take fucking ages. <laughs> now it now we just read that and put on his voice. <laughs> <laughs> what I found is like when you when you read a book, you visualise the characters, what they look like. Mm. And you see it on it, Never quite. Like yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't live up to your, what no. your mind's got it. And then, and then with um, the girl with the dragon tattoo, so mm. there was a Swedish version of the movies, and then there was the, the US remake mm. with Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig was pretty much letter for letter of the book. Yeah. And <coughs> at times I thought that was good, but then other times it's like so predictable. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you don't want to, do you want to take it too far away from the book? I was about to say, it's, it's not often that the American version is often seen as loyal to the... Well, this came after, material. so I think to, to be different from the Swedish version, yeah. they, they thought, well, let's stick to the original. Fair enough, yeah. Yeah, I think my one was Fever Pitch. That was kind of... Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, but I read the book first and then watched it, and it was just totally through me. Another, another one I did was... Uh, 21 and mm, yeah. uh, uh, what's the movie adaptation of that? 21 is it not? 21, I think oh, the right, book's bringing down, 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 down the house. Yeah. yeah. So the book's bringing down the house, yeah. Uh, so I read that first, then saw it in the movie, yeah. Yeah, and I think the ending's different. But yeah, that, I was just, just happy to see that one. Uh, that's a fairly straightforward, based on two stories, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can't go too much wrong with that. Sound. So. Just before we go move on, that's um, My Brother, My Captain, My Podcast. There we go. So we put out some stuff on social media uh, recently, and one thing that kept coming back, and not just there, but the conversation was everything, everywhere, all at once. Everyone, everywhere is telling me about this film. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all at the same time. Yeah, all at once. So I, I was out with my work, I heard about it, Andy Weir's, um, mentioned that in his, so he, what, what, what he was saying was, I can't remember which post he responded to, um, on, on Facebook. Oh, there was a couple put up. Oh, I, no, it was, it was, you put that, you, you, you mentioned that. Yeah. You said, um, well, there's be another Burn Watch buy or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Stealth kind of Stealth mentioned it, on he, it's it, on yeah. his list. Uh, so you, uh, that's another A24 one. That was it. So you, you, you put it up. Um, Stealth responded saying he wants to see it. Andy Weir, I don't know if he's seen it, but it seems interested. I got recommended it from a, a totally different person who'd never seen it. Yeah. Uh, seen, seen, seen this post. Uh, where Andy Weir's taking it is, or what he says is, since they seem to be a popular theme in movies uh, right now, how about a battle of the multiverses? Mm. So Doctor Strange in the multiverse of yeah. madness versus everything everywhere all at once or big budget MCU versus low budget independent see which one you guys prefer Ooh. that could be a good I'm thinking immediately before you guys you've probably got more to say on this does but 
I'm thinking Spider-Man. I remember that yeah, Spider-Man in the multiverse—is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. I think well, I did so it pretty so well. It's, the, it's no, it's no way home, but that, that deals with the idea as well. Oh. Yeah. Is it no way home? The, 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 the animated one with the oh, different they, they, different oh. versions of Spider-Man. Oh, right. they multiverse. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I thought you were talking about Spider-Man and the multiverse. Yeah. Spider-verse. Spider-verse. Yeah. Spider-verse. That's it. Yeah. So yeah, that deals. For me, yeah, that's kind of all I've got to say on this. I think we should want to return when we watch everything everywhere. Yeah, and come I back think that's know? one way we should. But she's got a lot to talk about. But just, so. just right now, what, what's your thoughts on? Because you saw Doctor Strange, you both of. Yeah, we've both seen Doctor Strange. Aye. How does that deal with multiverse quite well? Um, I think it does deal with it quite well because whenever you're dealing with a kind of multiverse, it can get really messy and really confusing. But that does it is. It's not too confusing because you've got to think about the target audience and they've got um, IQs like mine. Like see yourself. <laughs> and that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it does deal with it really well. It kind of flows. You can see exactly where where it's kind of going. I feel like it's not kind of just jumping from one multiverse to another. But, but well, where in the film does. I feel like yeah. I feel like you're saying like the the multiverse and that are used for a reason. There's mm. not ten versions of the same character that's going to confuse people, but but at the, at the same time there is like oh but this character's it meets their own one or like possesses that one, but it's quite simple when you watch the yeah. the film. Uh, however, we see what you're talking about. You got indie. There's just there's no limits. There's no big studio overhead saying we need this cameo. We got John Krasinski in a in a blue suit. Yeah. You need to get put yeah. him in the film. Yeah. So I guess you could do anything funny, wacky, sad funny, angry, you know, anything you want with that one, but Marvel's got to kind of service the, all the universes and characters. So and tie up loose mm. ends and, and, yeah. and keep everything. We've got Patrick Stewart in a floating yellow car, and you get him in oh, too, yeah. so. Okay, okay, yeah. Think, um, a lot of callbacks then. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's not many um, indie kind of films that do multiverse, is there? I'm really struggling to think, I mean, Quantum Leap? <laughs> Was that was that multiversal? Or just time travel? I um, think that's time travel. I think there is a lot of indie films dealing with time travel. What's this one? The multiverse. It's not. I think it's because too yeah. too much too hard of a concept to get into one. Yeah. Two hour two thirty film uh, to kind of say how it's happened, why it's happened have a issue with it and then get it all resolved. Is it just like the, 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 uh, the special effects needed? Special effects is one part, yeah. Um, uh, courtroom Leap was about in the 80s and they just had <laughs> a little beep beep beep. Yeah, exactly. That was <laughs> that not so much that, but it's just like, well, you can just have multiverse, but you only ever go to one other universe. Or you can go to mm. a multiverse where you travel to at least spend one minute in mm-hmm. 20. Mm-hmm. Probably mm-hmm. different ones, so I know meet different people. If you just go to one and it's like the bad guys are the good guys, it's like okay, well that's cool. You can spend a movie there, but mm. I don't know. You can just do whatever you want if it's just. You look kind of hard to I've never seen yeah. every, everywhere yeah. everything all at once, so I have no idea. How I it think it. yeah. Well, it's it's going to be in the bag. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that's going to be a good one for the bag. So, yeah, uh, it's, it's, I just I, don't well have I, a pen right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I first saw the trailer, for it, I thought it was quite Groundhog Day-ish. Okay. That's what I thought. Of. What I didn't, I didn't click it was multiverse straight away. Mm. I mm. thought it was like, all right, you having this chance, chance to relive this, so you got to do this mission. But mm-hmm. if that's multiverse, I guess you can do the same. 
again there, but okay. no idea. One, one to come back to then. Yeah. Who wants to kick off the recommendations? Well, uh, I can do that. Um, this is kind of a, uh, a sequel to something I had recommended previously. So one of the past recommendations was Love, Death and Robots Volume 2. Yeah, second season. Mm -hmm. yeah I remember that. Proud to announce is back for a third one. So it's got a lot of seasons and uh, like another load of breathtakingly good visuals, animations, really good blend of cartoonish but also like surreal or like photo realistic ones. It's got humour, it's got sadness, it's got a lot of action and sci-fi. Like you can go into this episode where it's this <laughs> old Scottish man uh, and he's a farmer and he's dealing with this rat problem. However, the rats have since evolved to use him like weapons. And so he, hire, he, he hires this he firm. He waited too long, didn't he? Yeah. He hires this firm to kill, I mean, kill a robot, and then the rats and the robot have a war. And it's like, he starts feeling bad because the, the robot's just like the Terminator. It's like a killing machine. It's like, what has this poor rats ever done? Yeah. To these group of soldiers who are uh, falling like, um, like the military enemies into a cave only to find what actually lives in that cave and the, like, the prehistoric evil that lives underneath the, in the ground and everything like that. To like um, this one episode where these knights uh, stumble upon this kind of like, siren, but one of the knights is deaf, so he's not affected by a like, call. Right. Uh, so uh, you get into this kind of game of cat and mouse, where like their moves don't really work on each other. <laughs> so they have to come up with like unique ways to try to better the other one. So anything really you can find in this, in this season. So it's it's just really really good. is forcing the animal kingdom to adapt, etc, etc. What exactly is a tech millionaire? It's a lot like a regular millionaire, but with a hoodie and crippling social anxiety. Should we shoot it? Fuck yes, Coots, let's shoot it.
I like, I like binging them, then coming back individual ones I just love. See when you've stumbled upon and like, so new season's out. Yeah. What have you seen of it? How many have you seen them all? I've seen them all. Yeah. There's. I'll show you. So see, uh, see when a new one comes up, and it's a total new, different concept with new characters. Yeah. Is, are you apprehensive? Because you need to again settle into the rhythm of it, or oh, no? It's it's really good because look, it's an anthology series, but uh, people hadn't heard of it last time. So, and the people have they have like from either ten minutes to half an hour to really just kick you in and like get you settled into their stories and stuff like that. Like there is actually a, like one with the returning characters, but you don't have to watch the first one to understand. Yeah, okay. so it's, a, it's one of the three robots, and it just. Last episode talked about human extinction, and this one again they talked about how it could have came to be. But uh, my favourite one of the whole <coughs> season is about these this kind of pirates on a on a ship, and that and he's he's kind of his head's off right in the thick of it. We can always sense a lot of tension, and that they've got the big heavy, and they've got like the smart kind of manipulative captain, and they encounter this kind of crustacean alien creature. And he takes over the ship and lives underneath the under decks, and requires like human sacrifices. And he talks through one of the people to demand passage to an island where he's just going to kill a bunch of people. So it gets into this moral question of: Should we trick it and try to leave it into an empty island, or uh, and risk our lives, or should we save our skin and sacrifice? And just to dump it on the other island. Yeah, hundreds yeah. of thousands of people. <laughs> And so yeah. it, like ah, they yeah. start like getting back and forth and like eliminating children yeah. and stuff like that. It's just really it's gruesome. Yeah. Eliminating yeah. children is the first one, the first thing they go for. No, I said eliminating each other. All oh, right, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Not> children. <laughs> Who's the first to go? Get them, you ones. <laughs> <laughs> They're quick to catch. But yeah, it's women and children first and all that. But the the cat is very manipulative and cunning, yeah. so he knows how to make a deal. Uh, and, like manipulate others and try to save his own his own skin I, I, I wish you'd got into it now because I really want to watch it right now yeah uh, that, that sure. does do you know good. where it's available it's on Netflix Netflix Ooh. yeah massive massive so, uh, that, that's where I, I always get like alerted to when a new season's coming out so yeah. but yeah it's quite creative and I think I've said this before but it's like these Ten or so stories that wouldn't have gotten or might not have gone actually screen time mm. had this not happened on this flagship they're now getting to put mm. out. So again, it's a. It's that a would have been about what, 10, 15 episodes ago you first mentioned that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And there's oh, it's a lot of effort being put into that. Uh, yeah, nice. into the shows so yeah so again the, the, the names Love, Death and Robots so all, all your story really needs to fit is under one of those three categories that's right that's right yeah, that's what or I all yeah. if you want to yeah, yeah. 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 who do you want to go you I'll, want to yeah I'll go next yeah. so we'll stick to Netflix then go for it <laughs> alright um, so it's another wee documentary from myself um, I do love a documentary you do uh, it's, it's good to you do do this. So it's called Our Father. Okay. Uh, you seen it? No. Right, so this is a true story about a Dr. Klein in America. I can't, yeah. can't remember exactly yeah. where. Um, yeah. Did it's you watch like it? A, or, or yeah, yeah. just it's heard it? It's kind of like a Vince Vaughn film. Yeah? Where, where he's like the sperm donor and he's got oh, right, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Ah, 
Yeah, so it's about um, insemination and stuff like that. So um, he's, it starts off with this one girl, she's, uh, she finds out that she, her mum got inseminated um, and she wanted to find out if she's got any brothers or sisters. Um, so she got, does the 23andMe, um, where you get your DNA sample and then you can start finding out. And if mum says, well, you're only going to have maybe two or three, um, because that's the kind of maximum that they use of one donor. And then, so she does this 23 and me. Per state. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, um, it pump, pops up with seven direct right. marches. Yeah. So she's like, yeah. seven? That's, that's a bit mad. So she gets in touch e with even though, Even though it's obviously different women. Mm. Different women, yeah. yeah. But one donor for these seven okay. different okay. women. Okay. It's just like, oh, Jesus, man, what's, what's going on? So she gets in touch with them and then they start doing a wee bit of investigating. And they kind of notice that the one person that's, or the main thing that's kind of linking them is Dr. Klein. So Dr. Klein, uh, so then they kind of find out that uh, Dr. You Klein used... You see Dad's face right now, his eyes are I've just twigged. I've just twigged. If it's not the mother, so it's No, I knew that. I knew that. I knew that. But no, just to quote uh, the gentleman, which we will speak yeah. about in our next episode, there's fuckery of it. Oh, there's, <laughs> there's sheer fuckery of it here. Um, so she finds herself in. They do the investigation. They start speaking to this Dr. Klein. He kind of start, doesn't want to speak to him. He's part of a, a, quite a, a solid Catholic family. He's big, big in the church. Um, he's a, I can't remember, it's like a sponsor or a head or on board of the church and stuff like that. Um, and then. The kind of start, there's a wee conspiracy thing that they think's going on where he's trying to um, just have an Aryan uh, race. But this. Or, or more Christians? Yeah, well, more Christians, but there's. I think that's a wee Netflix say, kind of spin that they've got in there. Okay. They're kind okay. of saying that. talking heads. Yeah. yeah. Um, so oh, really? after a wee while, the, the few more people kind of come on to this, uh, start coming on to 23andMe. Um, and then she's like 15, so 15 or 16 yeah, <laughs> brothers and sisters that she, she ends up having. Um, the, she takes it to the, doc, uh, to the courts and there's no law against what he was doing because he was just using his own uh, semen sample to get these people pregnant. Even though there was there was couples that were going in with an egg and Whoa. a semen sample and he was still using his own. And he, and he is a father of one of these kids. And they had to go and tell the dad that that kid's not his, and they just put a curse of Harley. He was just like, that boy's just took my child away from me. Um, but there's no law against it. No. Because there's no law against it, because he, they've went in to get inseminated, they, um, and he's provided that the, these mums of, these women have went Does away. Does he believe that he is a superior being that the, well, the kids would be that's better off? That's where the kids not, not, not Aryan, but no, just no, like, but like a health or a, yeah, aye. you know, an I intelligence thing. Aye. I, so there's a job done well. He sizes the dads up every time they come in and went, nah, nah, nah. Look at that bald head. Like, <laughs> Kid's going to get a drop, drop, drop on this head. Does, does Dr. Klein have a full head of hair? Oh, aye. Oh, fair enough. Aye. Yeah, that's fine. Right. <laughs> right. how, how old is Dr. Klein? He's, 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 he's getting on about. He's about 50, 60. So he's still, he's not no longer practicing, Dr. Jesus. But he's still kicking about. Did, did he have and it? I won't up. give you the final numbers. Okay. 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 And there's a couple of, of actually 
oh my god moments. No, I don't usually say anything when I'm watching. I'm watching anything, but I actually went, what the? Oh well, yeah. A few moments in this, I was just like, yeah. Wow. Mind blown. Growing up, I felt different. I was 35, and I take a DNA test. When I opened up an ancestry, I had over 3,000 hints. All of these random names were popping up, and it said close family. We all matched the name Klein. Dr. Klein was the best infertility doctor in Indianapolis. Right then, I knew Klein was our biological father. So that's when strange things started happening. I think it was some sick experiment for him. Most of us have blonde hair, blue eyes. It was almost like this perfect Aryan clan. It's disgusting. How the fuck did no one know? For decades. I had to tell my husband, we're just now finding out that Julie is not yours. I reached out to every news outlet, big and small. This was a person of a position of power. He's known in our community as a philanthropist. He's an elder of the church. And the attorney general's office. I don't deny that it was a sexual violation, but legally, there's just no crime that touches this particular act. The majority of us live in a 25-mile radius of each other. I walk around, and I can be related to anyone. I dread every new match that comes, but they just keep coming. You're praying, please don't let it be somebody I know. Please don't let it be somebody I dated. He wants me to keep quiet, but I will never back down. I will fight to expose all of your secrets. He's hiding something more sinister. It's okay. okay. Okay, I'll need to watch. You watch that's, it. Our father on Netflix is absolutely, and it's all like, you, within you, you, you a thirty-mile radius of his clinic. Well, that's dangerous now. <laughs> Fucking dangerous. It's the only way to see. What state is this in? Oh, Christ, I'll, I'll I need to avoid the shit. It's in some state. It's in some state. But yeah, Doctor Klein. That's how you get pitchforks and bad, torches. Bad man. Yeah. yeah. So I think his motivation was that the women weren't able to get pregnant. He knew that his definitely weren't, so he used it. So he was he was kind of given. He was so kinda, so he so he could be the the problem could have been the dad. Yeah. And they're not admitting that. And so he slipped in his own, and it was problem solved. Bish, bash, bosh. You've but got a kid. There was, but there was, but there was people once, that the dads were fine. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And they had, to, they had to go in a couple of times. And there was there's a woman on it that kind of goes, Well, I feel, I feel like I've been raped, but I've not been raped. Yeah. No, it's, it's just kind of. Horrible. That's the thing you say in the law. I guess no one's thought about that before, right? Like, no one's That's it. That's what I was yeah. thinking when you said there's no law. Yeah, because nobody, nobody's done it yet. Get it watched and then see what you find and watch it. Text us. Right, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Can't what the fuck? That's blown my mind. Because I, I was thinking, okay, if it's like a single mum or a, or a, like a same sex couple mm. going in, not fair enough. But I could, I could, I could see, I could see what was the difference, oh, sort of thing, right? Um, but in that situation, with yeah, oh so my I, God, I, I, I started in the eighties, I think. Um, 
because one of the one of his waiters, his uh, receptionist, said that she'd run across to the hospital. The, the guy would do his business. She'd grab the jar and she'd uh, that need to stay at uh, body temperature, so she'd just put it in between her uh, tits, uh, her boobies, and she'd run across the road and then they'd use it. Keep her. So it was kind of really in the 80s, but this goes right up to near enough present day. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. So yes, if anybody um, knows anyone that's visited Dr. Klein, have you been missold your child? Missold your cum. What are they doing with the the dads? <laughs> I know. <laughs> is there a is there a doctor kind dad support group? <laughs> fight club. <laughs> fight club. Fight club. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you would. I'm <laughs> 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 just knocking shit each other. Fucking hell, so yeah. Right. I need to respond to that one then. Right. Mine's is also <laughs> two story. Um, but it's a drama series and it's called The Staircase. Uh, I've yes. seen a lot about this, but I've seen it. heard that when it was just a true crime drama. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. Right, right. Go and the rundown on this one. Eight episode series from HBO Max, shown now on Sky Atlantic, the place for all the best HBO yeah, shit. HBO. So it charts the death of a famous author's wife, uh, the media frenzy around it, the family fallout, the court case, much more. I'll try and stay away from spoilers, but as I said, this thing blew up. So Mm. it's one of these where you may or may have not heard at the time. When I I try and watch this, I don't look back, I don't, don't try and find out what the result is. If I can't immediately remember, is he guilty, did he murder her? Then I'll just roll with the drama. Right, no, okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. For, for people in that situation, I'll stay away. But as Darren mentioned, there's a documentary with the exact same name about the same murder case on Netflix right now. But let's park that for a moment. Yeah. Okay? The drama tells the story of Michael Peterson, played by Colin Firth, whose second wife, Kathleen, played by Tony Collette, died in December 2001. When Darren was just a tiddler. He claimed he found her at the bottom of the stairs after she'd fallen down while drunk and banged her head. He phoned emergency services when she was still breathing, said she was still breathing, and by the time they got there, she stopped breathing, she died. But the scene is a fucking riot, okay? The police get there, and they describe seeing a body whose head looked like it exploded, in quotes. And had that rough and tumble. And had actually been like dead before the call. Mm. Um, he gets arrested for first degree murder. But the subsequent investigation reveals it's like a secret life to Peterson that none of his family really knew about. It was a quite complicated family unit. Uh, both had kids to previous marriages or relationships. Right. So there's five, at the time of this, there's five adult kids. Um, one I think is Kathleen's and four are his uh, from previous relationships although even then it goes back further because he's had two former partners so anyway 
One of these five adult kids is played by Sophie Turner, who's Sansa Stark. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. And another one's played by Patrick Schwarzenegger. Oh, right. Yeah. I don't oh, think um, either of them are like as good as what like Colin Firth and Tony Collette. Yeah, they're they're, uh, they're amazing in this, right? And and, and to be to, to be to be a, a child in this, you're kind of one dimensional to a certain extent. So is Tony Collette just in it for a short period of time. Yeah, but there's flashbacks. No, right, okay, right, right. I, I, not, not to just interrupt, but uh, on you are. Do, do do you find it weird that there's a, a drama about like a realised death, and now the the characters are yeah. Well, we only know bits and pieces Very about weird. Them. And mm-hmm. that hit me early on where there's a car journey and there's a phone call in the car journey mm-hmm. and one of the kids reacts to the phone call and I'm just like, well, there's only like two people in this car and somebody else on the end of the phone call. Yeah. How do you know that that's how it went yeah, down? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? They're, they're taking yeah, liberties. I, I think they're yeah. taking liberties in what happened. They're, they're taking liberties in the feelings of, of, mm. of, of, of fucking vulnerable people. Not just then, but now. But surely they must have had to sign off on this. I don't know. But I mean, to a certain extent, like, I'll, 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 the more I say, like, the, the yeah. kind yeah, right, of okay, I see, okay. but... I get it, I get it. It's a weird like, precedent. Like, people say there's murder documentaries are predatory enough. Mm. Now you got Colin Firth, like, acting like this guy who might be completely wrong what he's actually like, you know. It gets, it gets worse. Okay. It gets worse, um, and there's also like two of the former spouses are kicking about on, <laughs> on the outskirts, you know, pulling at their kids and trying to get the, their oar in to mm-hmm. them. Because um, there's a fucking murder. Oh, sorry, not a murder. We don't know yet, but there's a there's a, a, a death. A death. Uh, so, and there's another former spouse who died yeah. years earlier as well. So what this brings about is like an obvious schism in the family unit. Quite early on, their loyalty to him and each other gets tested. Mm. Um, right. So so far, so very true crime. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right down your street. But there is more. Mm-hmm. Is there? Go back to 2013, and there's an award-winning documentary released on yeah. um, <coughs> Netflix, and more episodes are added to that in 2018. And that went behind the scenes with Peterson, his family his legal team throughout all of this so, so they done this released that and then they went back and they released more i think they maybe just had more footage right okay so there's there's a doc there's so interest in the case has always spiked up and down right okay okay yeah yeah so i think initially it was an eight part and then they added five more episodes or something like that right. i've not seen this but uh, you could tell by the drama series that they get <coughs> remarkably good access mm-hmm. to the, the family, the tension within the family, and the intricacies of like the defence case. Mm. So he's he, he gets bail, so he's in his house. He lives in his house throughout the the build up to the trial, and the defence team basically like set up there, and, and there's all these conversations about how they're gonna, um, you know, approach the defence. Mm. Is he going to testify? Right. Is one of the estranged kind of sons going to come in and testify? Um, if he does, you know, you, you get the you get the what do you call it like well pretend I'm the interrogator and pretend you're you on this yeah, is what yeah. this is the kind of questions they're going to ask you they, they role play oh, right okay yeah. so you, you see all that Co- coaching and <coughs> how you yeah how are you going to react to this sort of question yeah. nah you're not going on so you see all that mm-hmm. uh, 
what this program does is bring that drama into the fold. You see behind the scenes of the behind the scenes documentary. Yeah. So quite early on, right. there's there's a French dude, right, who decides two French guys who decide that this case is going to be massive and they want to make a documentary on it. They get there and they film everything. So they basically pitch up in the house when the legal team are there, all the family are there, Peterson's there, and, and he's dealing with being on trial and like fucking potentially going to prison. His brother's there. His brother thinks he's kind of whiter and whiter and the more it goes on, the more he finds out. He feels like he's getting stabbed in the back every time. Mm-hmm. His loyalty is getting tested every time. So are the kids. Kids are blind loyal and then they see more and more and more they start to question that and then yes. they see the futility of and this is all captured by a documentary team <laughs> which has been shown on netflix but yeah. what this drama does is you get the documentary makers their having their conversations yeah Jesus. and thinking do we use this but so it's quite a commentary on the true life crime genre yeah, there you go, yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what's good about it. That's why I'm bringing it up. You see, see what this is kind of reminding me of? Tiger King. In what way? The Louis Theroux documentary, then the right. Tiger King, and then they're going to be doing a movie on it. And yeah. then Louis, yeah. Louis Theroux going back and doing the documentary on the back of that. Yeah, of they did the next season of Tiger King, yeah, but yeah. the reaction to the first season of Tiger King, are oh, they making a murderers? Yeah. So Netflix are kind of... But this is HBO. This has come. Ooh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This has come after the Netflix stuff. Yeah. The Netflix oh, stuff. What a moving parts in there. Mm. But um, I, I will say, I found out about this case like years and years ago when it was just that, and then yeah, as I said, the interest came and go when more details got released. So then that's what I found out about uh, years later after I just found out with the original thing about the other theory uh, about. A, f- a former a former wife mm-hmm. and then that exploded the case again and mm-hmm. the Netflix stuff mm-hmm. came out mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. it quite down but then that, then so then c- that could you imagine the, the, like you say this happened in 2001 could you imagine with the explosion of the internet like yeah. Yeah. Re- reddit all the social media sleuths Exactly, yeah. the, the piecing together this was this so was many channels of like prime he, time this, for this yeah here's this true crime unsolved mystery in 10 minutes and it's like there's two guys talking about it yeah. there's so many channels like that yeah uh, it's, and, and mm-hmm. on top of this it's been well documented that one of the editors behind this real life documentary mm-hmm. became infatuated with Peterson so you you see her relationship with no. Peterson blooming Wait. they're writing to each other she's sending him books this guy's uh, got banders written all over him and she's going and to kill Harley Quinn mm-hmm. And then <laughs> <laughs> quality. Yeah. <laughs> and that obviously has an impact on what they produce. Yeah. You know, the the, the, the product they produce. There, there's discussions and there's arguments between the documentary team. Well we have to put that scene in. No, we don't because this was the the verdict in the court. So I I've not actually seen all this eight episodes. Yeah. I think I've seen six or seven, mm-hmm. but I've seen the verdict. But and, and so they know the verdict, and they're trying to publish what they think is a and is, is a well-rounded piece of do, mm-hmm. document. Oh. Uh, and she's putting, nah, you should put this scene in where he's all fucking fucking. Ah, you know, Jesus man. So there's that. It's good. Manipulated. But you also get to see how the legal team trying to convict him, put their case together. So mm-hmm. they they learn about. So how did they manage to get that? 
Because surely the legal team there are not going to be. That's oh, we've got good. A, we've got maybe, to make a documentary maybe, on this. Yeah, no, like, there's no documentary film in that. Yeah, yeah, may, yeah. Maybe they've had conversations. Maybe one of them's written a fucking book for all we know. Do you know what I mean? So it's not. It's not when you said when you see that. You don't actually see it, you're just getting... But what it is, I think that's what of a, 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 um, an aspect of Peterson's life, which I won't <laughs> divulge, um, for that to be brought up at the time would have been quite mega, and they're maybe judging how would the public have reacted to this, how, how could we manipulate that into saying, yeah. oh, he was a mm. nasty piece of work and stuff like that. So um, there may be, it's maybe a commentary on the time. Yeah. Right, okay. I don't want to spoil anything, but do they talk about the owl theory? Well, it's funny you mention that because what they've done so far is is Tony Collette has acted out. Uh, so you've seen two versions of the death. Yeah. One as put by the defence, one what's put by the. Yeah, yeah, quite. And, and, and when you've seen one which comes later on. and <laughs> So the theory is. There's, there was owls and this was kind of constantly brought up during, before her death with, yeah. in the flashbacks and that. There's problems in the attic, there's problems with the piping, there's problems with well, all this shit. like a woodland area, don't right. Yeah, like, yeah uh, and, and there's owls living, or an owl living in the attic. The attic door being just at the top of the stairs. So there's a theory going about that she opened the attic door, an owl confronted her, she fell down the stairs and that's what... And the, the, the blunt force, uh, people are saying, quite consistent with the, like an owl's talon. Like the way the shape of it is, looks like it's pulling right. right through her head. Right. It could be a coincidence. Because there's, there's a serious injury wounds on her. Mm -hmm. like yeah. You see autopsy is graphic. Of so, that, that. Yeah. so I first heard about this mysterious death and a year or so later, that's when I got back up this owl theory. And, and, like and apparently there's an owl feather found in her hair. Yeah. Oh. The smoking feather, people call it. Right. Jeez, so, um, as I say, I'm not um, going to like <laughs> say much more than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, no, because like, there's people near the case that like will die hard defend that to the blue in the case, the, blue in the face about that. So that's the. I, I wondered that because that's something that you talk about the influences of this. That's something that came out much later. A theory. And has since influenced every other part of the case. Mm. Going that, 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 and that's what I'd say is another so, layer of like, this. Sorry. Sorry, no, let's say, like, the fact that it's getting mentioned a lot in the show is probably because people give so much hype to this theory in the first place. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's another layer of, like, I wasn't, um, like, au fait with the case. I've said that, like, mm. but I think without doing the whole, like, like you're saying, Patrick Stewart in a flying fucking car thing, mm. they are. Pulling in these little Easter eggs to these theories, without 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 then going on to answer them, because yeah. Leah, when when we got to a certain point, Leah said, "But what about the the the, the owl feather on her hair?" Yeah, yeah, I don't know yet that they're going to come to a conclusion on that, but I think he's just dropping these wee things in here. Yeah, yeah again, as a commentary yeah. on how people stuff. fucking deal with a story like this. People. Blew that up. Yeah, and uh. I think it's happened after the court case happened. Mm. So the fact that they're making a show and there are a lot of people mentioning that in the show. But they, both things know. could be true. That I never did confront her, and Maybe, yeah. something else happened. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Sounds like you've, this has got plenty of debate to yeah. go go around. Tell us who you think or what you think did it. <laughs> 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 Facebook. So you've got all this right. The drama moves 
in and out of various timelines. Mm -hmm. 2017 is kind of when it starts, then you get the months, the weeks, the days, mm. leading up to the death, uh, preparation for the trial. Um, I think it does that pretty well. Sometimes it shows you a date or a month or a time of day just to kind of keep you in check. Uh. But basically you know that if you're looking at Tony Collette and she's alive, then <laughs> <laughs> okay, this happened before. Because yeah. uh, she dies quite early on in the, in the, in the drama series. Um, like, truth be told, like Darren said, I was turned off at the thought of it. Another true crime thing. I hate generally hate the attention in a case like this it gets swung so much onto the, the perpetrator mm. you know the glory of, of this like yeah. the, the the maverick almost and he, yeah the fact that he actually did like turn people to his side with his his suave and charm it's like oh okay like he must they, they don't they don't necessarily do it just happens yeah she's, she's just like I almost in the drama almost like instantly infatuated with him yeah like, well, what the fuck where did that come from uh, but, but then you don't it's called first man but the so rather than you know the defendant or the victim and then and, the, and then no yeah. rather than the victim sorry and the family who have had to fucking live through this for 20 years now it's a split family before this happened to it already but yeah. what I would say is it's so well put together and from the start you're, you're on it yeah. and Colin Firth absolutely kills it mm. he's so good right. he's never like overly dramatic but and and there's genuine moments of like empathy but then he switches and it's like he's really cold coercive an arrogant piece of shit and and he does he does every one of them again without being fucking hollywood about it yeah yeah oh he's a good actor yeah so right. um in a way that you know you're you, you're tied to the outcome, mm -hmm. um, and then Tony Collette's given less to do, less to kind of work with. But yeah. she does what Tony Collette does. She pulls on like her whole horror story stuff when they're doing the the death scenes. <laughs> like, like, she absolutely gives it to the point where um, you're like, "Fucking hell!" They're showing this again. It's it's brutal, brutal. You know, because right. they could imply some of the stuff that goes on mm -hmm. no she gives you it she absolutely gives you right. it um and then the stuff the flashbacks that she is involved in are really interesting because in terms of the timeline what did she know or not know at this time how did she react how you know all, all this sort of thing yeah is, is there so um very good i can't wait to finish it i will then definitely go watch the documentary they fucking got me, man. They got me hooked in there. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right, 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 but I'll do it with an analytical yeah. mind and I'll come back to you. Yeah. Always an analytical mind, eh? It's try to be, try to be. Right. No, I'll, I'll try and get Izzy to watch that later because it sounds like one that would be good for so, yeah. a bit of debate Scott. as you're going through it. But at the same time, I hate the debate. Oh, you did this, you know. You, no, you're only seeing what somebody else is an interpretation of what happened. Yeah. They're showing you. Yeah. I don't know what happened. That wasn't mm. there. And that's the way I approach all this fucking shit. But there you go. I'd like to make a toast to so many better days ahead. Every day is going to be an adventure. So always stop and think, this is one of the happiest days of my life. To the Petersons. To us. Now, I want to wear your marking My wife, she had an accident. What kind of accident? She, she fell down the stairs. 
There were 35 cuts and bruises and seven deep lacerations to the scalp. Someone holding something caused the impact to make these wounds. Make any adjustments you see fit. It's a witch hunt. We need to get you a lawyer. In a case like this, keep your family close. You'll need them on your side. We have no murder weapon, but we've found countless images on his computer. Dad tells stories. He kept that from all of us, not from Mom. She would have told me. <laughs> you're beautiful, and you're my daughter. I got a call from a couple documentarians. They want to make a movie about our case. The French do have good taste. The fact of the matter is she had some wine and fell. You just wander through life, going to the gym and yelling at the dogs and spending my money. You took the life of the best thing you ever had. I haven't even told you half of what we know about Germany. It was 25 years ago and nothing happened. You know, there wasn't even any blood. Well, there was some blood, Michael. My ex-wife, everyone, she'll be around all week. Dad has been there for us always. Stop questioning everything. Just stop. I can't. I can't. I can't. Do you really think that Kathleen Peterson really knew who her husband was? Mr. Peterson. I think there are not many families like us. I'm tired all the time. We need help. We're not perfect, but we stick together. They called me a liar. Maybe we both are. And we love each other. The Petersons are crazy. I'll still definitely give it a go right. and try and get a debate on his even just the way. <laughs> <laughs> clearly did it. <laughs> 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 Is he? What do you think of that? I'll try and get Bob Chill on to it. As long as she doesn't fall asleep on top of the stairs. Then there'll be questions. Oh jeez. It was an owl. Oh we'll do that. Right, uh, we'll be back with our three most hated, annoying, downright fucking scandalous. Yeah. Um, TV, TV all of the above. Blood boiling. All of the above. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Put, put the kettle on. <laughs> Last episode, we talked about. Ozark ending. Yes. Without going into too much detail, we give it a thumbs up, thumbs down for the ending. But we got sort of sidetracked into how much we fucking hated oh, Wendy my Bird. God, man. Of course. <laughs> Wendy Bird. You motherfucker. The the mum of the family who's uh, drawn into this drug cartel um, fucking lifestyle. Mm. Um, and I, I don't want to give away too much, but there, there's a moment where 
the, the dad who's the accountant for this and, and tries to launder money for the drug cartel and, and they put their whole family in a bad situation they, there's a moment where they can leave and she decides she likes this too much mm -hmm. yeah I did it for me and yeah, yeah it just it's got so close to Breaking Bad with the way that the family get pulled into this lifestyle um the same way that by the men, the you have to say by the by men. The, by the men, yeah, and then the men are at the start trying to kind of work their way out of it. Well, I'd say Ozark, there's, there's, he's, there's he's always still plan. trying to get his exit plan. Always, there's, there's, there's an exit plan. Working yeah. towards the exit plan, whereas there's a moment in, in Ozark where she decides, "Nah, I'm quite happy with yeah. how things I, are." I like how this is playing out. Let's just keep going. And then what? The, the 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 thing she's willing to do to save them and and, and their lifestyle and their is is awful. Mm. It's fucking awful, and it, and it gets progressively worse to the point where she becomes a shadow of her former self. Mm -hmm. Now, so that got us thinking. Well, to be fair, she started off a dick. Yeah, so oh, she yeah. was doing the dirty on him. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Which you find out in episode one, maybe. So yeah, yeah, it's not, it's right not a spoiler. Right but stuff. She's always kind of <coughs> dreaming of yeah, there. She's she's always getting Gra grass is greener. Yeah, she's sort of person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She she like um, excited when uh, the chips are down. Yeah, yeah. Up a bit. yeah, yeah. So that got us thinking that yeah, who are the, what other characters do we fucking hate? Yeah. So um, I, I started off with one. Okay, go for it then. I mean, well, that was uh, Kim Bauer. <laughs> yeah. Kim Bauer. For, for, for me, this falls into <coughs> one of the categories of how I approach this. Yeah. Carry on. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so, so Kim Bauer, no, so the, yeah, the, uh, if you've not seen 24, which I think a lot of people might, might not have, uh, it was Keith O'Sullivan, he had 24 hours to try and stop the end of the world, basically. <laughs> Almost every scene season you get an hour snippets and he's got his ex-wife can't remember what happened to his ex well yeah his ex-wife and yeah. his daughter his daughter's always kind of just kicking about and that's this is kim and jack's power akutha sullivan's going around trying to do all that he can to save the world and kim just keeps fucking things up for him so by yeah, every just kind of tw 24 is it's 24 episodes in a season Every episode is one hour of the day, <coughs> and there's there's like a there's a terrorist bomb impending. There's uh, a presidential election that we won't get. He, he's yeah. assassinated. Yeah, and yeah. and he's like a secret agent and some some CTU. 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 Jeez. And what's that knowledge? So so that's it. The stakes are high. Mm. There's explosions and and he's got a job to do and. Fucking little old Kimbo are keep constantly getting involved. It's a message. It's just like a message for his daughter saying, "Oh, Dad, I can't find out where to put this dish in the dish dishwasher, <laughs> and I've just been kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> Come and save me. So, if yeah. you've got time uh, uh, in between defusing that nuclear bomb, yeah. to sort of the dishwasher yeah. and." Thing. So uh, what I'm getting here is just like it's it's taken, but he's also got another mission to try yeah. to solve at the same yeah. time. Aye. And, and every season, she gets involved. There's yeah. one moment where she tries to catch. She's lost in the wilderness. And she, <laughs> uh, yeah, she's lost in the wilderness, and she tries to. And 
there's a cougar after her and she tries to um, trap this cougar and then gets trapped with this cougar and she's trying to get in touch with her dad to help her <laughs> and he's away because uh, 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 how do we look through how bad she was and uh, she was get, getting called the cougar trap Kim Bauer <laughs> because right. she's just constantly damsel in distress oh massive damsel in distress um, so she's up there for me mega um, mega mega Kim Bauer I, I remember in Jesus, the early days man. he was like look Kim I love you just stay in this house yeah. and everything will be alright yeah. and then another later she's like oh what if I just wander about outside you oh, fucking oh, idiot exactly so, so yeah, quite that's good Peter. so that's, that's like obviously annoyance of character but kind of uh, impeding on the overall plot slowing things yeah, down yeah that, that's where I was getting that's yeah, where I was like one, yeah. just a headache every time that you're cutting away from an the unnecessary good stuff. headache from, yeah. from what you want to be watching and what, what you want your uh, main yeah. protagonist to be doing. No, he's yeah. fucking about with this thing. Character yeah. all the time, yeah. yeah. I can mm. imagine it's pretty big. Right. Um, I wouldn't say go back and watch all 24 for just for that. Maybe. <laughs> 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 um, I mean, well, kind of alluded to this one already, Skylar White. So the original, mm. uh, there's definitely parallels to the, like this uh, character you're talking about. Wendy Bird, yeah. Wendy Bird. Mm. But yeah, literally, existence is to just nag, to get involved, to moralise, which our grandstand Walt and the, and the good stuff is happening. Obviously, you don't want Walt to become a worse person. However, that's when no. the show's cooking, <laughs> and so so to speak. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't hear that. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, again, which is on screen. I'm gonna no. deal with this. Even in small doses, it's not that good. She is going in behind his back as well, and like it, it's a, like problem. The show is like, yeah, Walt's like murdered a couple of people, like, gangsters in cold blood, and then he can't break up a, open a window to get to the guy that's been his wife. It's like I'm supposed to worry that this guy's turning into Scarface or something like that. Like I, <laughs> I, I can't even do anything. Um, anything so again uh, impacting on other characters she just comes in to like cut other people down yeah like chasing oh jesse you're, you're very wrong you should stop doing that drugs it's like oh you're perfect aren't you then, <laughs> <laughs> then and a lot of her scenes then became with the um hank's wife think marie uh the kleptomaniac the keeps saying that. yeah it's yeah, like yeah, oh yeah. the has got to do anything and she's there and it's like Oh, you should stop stealing all that stuff. And it's just like, horrible. It's just ter- it's just the the nagging wife, and it's like I feel bad for when I say, oh, I hate these characters. That and you see, they're all women. It's like well, it's not me that's writing this. Yeah, it's I know exactly. Putting these performances to be whiny and hold the the cool man yeah. character back. They can have cool women characters. There's, oh, there's definitely, definitely and some in the shows. Like, they uh, don't always have to wait on the man to come and save them. That's yeah. the thing. That's what. That's where these shows kind of really default, with the exception of Ozark, I would say. No, because she's cause a driver. Because she, she, she drives. She, she she's her own. Yeah, I, I think. I think with she does uh, put him in the, the shit difference lot. between, um, well, definitely fucking Kim Bauer, and to a yeah. certain extent your one, is uh, Wendy Bird, is written later on. 
you know, she, mm. she's written as a character. Mm. Th this is a, a more recent series. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and, yeah, I, yeah. and I think a lot of what the, your first two have, have got in common is just the time. The time yeah. frame of when they were actually released. Yeah. That, that wasn't pre-Me Too? Definitely oh, pre-Me Too. Pre yeah. But, but this yeah. is not just that's about that. But yeah, that, that's a factor, I would say. Yeah. And in terms of female empowerment. Yeah, and, and, and what we it's, it's um, we have picked th three females. Of course, I've, I've, I've got <laughs> another. It's, it's, it does feel it does feel bad, but it, like, that's what it's but trying to get. Across. Wendy Bond like, is different for uh, she she she's hated for different reasons. Yeah, yeah. Shall we say? It, it's just like you could have the show be the cool female character and then mm -hmm. have the drag along guy, Aye. but. They, that's not how they're written. They're having the male character being. It's how it's how they're written. Yeah. yeah. But okay. you can't help and just hating uh, them at the time. Right. Yeah. I'll just chuck this one in there, okay. just because we're on the same kind of. Okay. Level. Okay. Okay. Janice Soprano. Oh yeah. Tony's sister. Another mob kind of related. Mob thing. related. Yeah. And yeah. So yeah, so Janice just keeps taking it away from Tony and just kind of, he's, he's trying to run a mafia family here. <laughs> he's, he's just give, give the guy a break. <laughs> Come on. But no, no, she's got to have issues and sleep with the wrong person and murder people and things like that. And then he's got to clean up after her. It's just like, like come on, give Tony a break. Yeah, so I, I hear you. Yeah, so she, she definitely fits into the, 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 the pre- we're calling it the pre-me to female annoying character. Yeah, yeah. That are taken away from the the main storyline. It's almost like filler that you you know this is it's unnecessary. If it wasn't in there, it wouldn't really take away from the final product. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's what I was gonna say with Skylar, it's like scenes with Marie to discuss her being annoying or stealing, it's like I wanna see Gus. Mm -hmm. I wanna mm -hmm. see Mike, I wanna see Walt or yeah. something. Yeah. But is it also what makes these programs so fulfilling and that they give you that rounded picture? Maybe not 24. Oh, who have you got in your life that's very annoying? That <laughs> <laughs> well, it, let me see. It did make me feel more uh, sympathy for Walt having Skylar's wife. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the same thing for Tony. It kind of makes you feel a wee bit because he's got a lot on his plate and everybody's kind of chucking more on his plate. Yeah. Um, so it does kind of. Everybody does get on your plate than the, the front. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I kind of sense this was coming. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, the He Man Women Haters Club. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, you can approach your hated characters in different ways mm. mannerisms, annoying voice. Yes. Annoying voice. Mm. What's the girl from Friends? Uh, Janice. Janice. Yes. Again, Janice. Oh my God. Right. Uh -huh. Uh, people who are selfish or get in the way of the main story which I ah. think we've covered right but some just get under your skin so badly you'd pay good money to see them yeah. get that skin fucking torn oh, hell yeah. Body, right? hell yeah right step forward Percy Wetmore from the Green Mile. Oh my God, I got him. Ooh, Do you? Yeah. Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. So that, was, that was like East Card right at the end. Yes. Yeah, I don't just hate all women. <laughs> this guy is... Yes. Yes. <laughs> no, he definitely needed to get beaten down, man. Right. He he had so much, so much shit. He was just a little, little dweeby. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. Yeah. When I was thinking about this, researching it, you know, doing, doing looking through the lists mm. and seeing mm. what, what what hit with me, I saw uh, Pete from um, Mad Men, and 
Fembry has seen that. He is he is per se who grew up in a different time, but actually came a bit good in in, in Mad Men. He was <coughs> like a a dweeby um, advertising um, accountant. What what were uh. these cunts are and. Uh, Coming up in the fifties and that, in the sixties, at a time where you know chauvinism was 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 rife, uh-huh. um, and and all this, so he's taking advantages from his parents, got got a good job and all that, and you know put it about, took advantage of vulnerable girls in the office and all that sort of shit. But in the end, you saw him come well. But Percy. Never, never felt like anything. He was even even though he went through the whole, um, he done the bad execution. Oh yeah, (coughs) yeah. Um, And then he's (coughs) Tom Hanks kind of said like, "You're going to do this," and then that's it. And then you seen him near the near the end of that. He was kind of shivering and he was kind of almost a bit of regret, but you still didn't feel. No. You, uh, you I never, I never, even when he was in that uh, uh, state, I still didn't feel bad for him. Yeah, you, you, t- you talk about categories. I think with Percy Whitmore, he just fulfills so much. He's nepotism. Nepotism. Yeah. So he's protected. He's a well. His dad's but You know, his, his uncle's the the governor. Governor. Yeah. yeah. He's he's snivelly. He's, he's lied people. Talk behind their back. He's told, yeah. he's told coward. He's a coward. Mm. That's yeah. Yeah. That's he's, one, yeah. He's mean. Not necessarily kills the. Uh, well, he rats. kills or tries to kill the the yeah. rat of um, yeah. Dell. Yeah. yeah, I think he actually does succeed. Mr. Jingles. Oh. No, I think that's the one that actually lives. No, oh, it's okay. the same one. Is it? Well, I know. I, I, he brings him back for Anyway, he kills it then. Um, but again, with the, the bad execution. And he's sitting there. He's, he's so sadistic. That's mm. like the other one as well. And he's sitting there. He's just loving it's it. It's just. And it's just uh, for kicks. That he does, yeah. He's just yeah. That. And that's the only reason he's there is to to be evil, to have this power over these well, mostly evil men as well. So he could say he's like the top dog. But but he does it with different the guards as well. Yeah, mm. and it's just no one's safe from him. I mean, with the bad execution, and. Tom Hanks like you know Troy's like oh I, I didn't know he had to make the sponge wet it's like a fucking liar nah. that's another one he's a liar he's yeah. just like yeah. he's smug yeah. he's sadistic he's cruel he's, he's got this he's a coward nepotism yeah like a punchable face I think he just yep. takes all mm-hmm. the boxes that's so you're talking yeah. about Halo so yeah. when I came across him in the list I was like Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that. is, he's he, he's he's probably not the most evil person in the Green Mile either, because you've got the serial killer. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. <coughs> but I think we I don't know a serial killer. I've never known a serial killer. Oh, but you know that. people who have got characteristics like mm-hmm. him. Mm. You've come across them in your life, and they don't that, get their comeuppance. But this yeah, guy and, and that that's the thing that, that I think just grains in you. Mm-hmm. It's like. Uh, uh, I, like, I think the category grinds my gears is made for Percy Walker. Yeah. <laughs> I feel my stomach that's churning what, out. That's it's why you keep saying that these traits are categories because one of them is annoying and yes. you can get rug- rugged the wrong way. Yeah. I think I've got about 10 of them and this yeah. one guy yeah. alone. He, uh, <coughs> like, even from the start, like, the guy's like, got his hands on the butt and, the, and he fucking but smacks I mean, the fingers yeah. just because he can. Just yeah. because he can, you know, can get away with it. But then uh, you've got to have these characters, so you've got that balance. 
because oh, yeah. with him being that bad, yeah. Tom Hanks has got to raise his and, goodness yeah. levels up to and kind yeah, of. And John Coffey's looked all that much more mm. innocent. Yeah, well, yeah. The other people, but and it's great to have this one. The characters mixed, but Jesus, it's like because mm. he had Green Greenmile is a great story for a character like that because you're already kind of sobbing, and this guy just makes a rage. <laughs> 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 So the, the Green Mile, you're right, the Green Mile would have been a great story without him. Mm-hmm. Would have been a great movie without him, but yeah. I, 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 think, I think he stirs up a lot more emotion in you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To make the Green Mile a Absolutely, even yeah. Better yeah. Film. yeah. So. And same with the, like, the, the sneak him out to right. heal the, the guy's wife and stuff like that. It's always kind of like watch out for Percy. Oh, what's going to Percy going to do when he hears about this? Oh, he's uh, vital, he's vital to it. Yeah. He's vital to uh, it. Yeah, so it's a well, it's a well-written character. Just yeah. not one I'd like to fucking come across. <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely. Exactly. I've got a couple of other on. All right, have you got more? No, no. Uh, move, like we've got a couple of honourable mentions. All oh, right, we're moving on. No, no, no. no, no, no what? Oh. I'm just saying. Go around. Go around. Go around. Go around the table. Okay. I've got, I've got a few. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, this one Do is. One of go back to me. Uh, Toy Story, Sid. Next door neighbour's kid, one pack. Just, yeah. just, uh, just a, a child that's just not getting taken care of, or not, not getting watched. He'll just destroy everything. He's just, oh. never had no <clears throat> man. Never had no, yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. <clears throat> just destroy the toys, and he gets his come come up and a wee bit, but still. If you've seen them in Steve, and that, that, when they come alive and then they pretend, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. so play nice, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's that, a good one. That, yeah. that was just one that just kind of that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Right. Yeah. Well, my third and final one. So I, 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 down, I had Skylar White, Percy Whitmore, and my third and final one. And this was kind of like in between Cat One is uh, Dolores Umbridge. Okay, so yeah, no, that I, came up high on the list yeah. I've seen. Yeah. Um, which was it? A big Harry Potter. A big Harry Potter fan. Ooh, right. So I feel yeah. like the character herself, even though she's in a PG kind of setting, does kind of speak for the larger stuff. They were allowed to be more extreme and be a much detailed person. So she's a total like government kind of mule, and she's placed into the school as part of this kind of big political maneuver to disgrace mm. uh, Dumbledore, who's just like you know the supreme good guy, mm. and so it's like this all this political kind of like interfering with schools and uh, all, all the history and like the lessons stuff being taught there she fires several people that have lived there like their whole lives and embarrasses them for the whole school she goes around just like mocking students set up this kind of all these rules that could end up be like a 1984 surveillance state she starts a gang in the school who go around assaulting students uh, <laughs> she tortures Harry and several other students for information about Dumbledore and she's just got that kind of uh, smug look about it and her high voice again the high voices and it's just voice. like uh, yeah. uh, always right everyone else is always wrong like it's kind of like she'll say one thing and then later on say another thing and then punish you for doing what she said the first time mm. so I feel like if that character was a real person or in a different setting it would be a lot more extreme, I think. I hate them more, but oh yeah, absolutely. They'd be, they'd be, they'd be. It almost sounds like if it was a gangster, they'd be the henchmen. Yeah, you know, yeah. They, yeah. But definitely, kind of like a. It's almost kind of like Al Farm. She's like the the squealer, like the one that's always telling people what to do. 
Yeah. And the kid are ruling over it, and <laughs> she turns like everyone against each other in the school. Like, it turns it into a horrible place, and everyone just like you know just hates being there, and is always attacked or insulted or tortured and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I feel yeah, she does get her comeuppance in the end by being. She was like end up being racist to all the uh, centaurs. And everything like that, and banishing them <laughs> from the school grounds. And so they all just pick her up and just tie her off and never see her again. So. Bam's coming over episode. Episode title after episode oh, <laughs> But that's what I'm saying. I feel like the things that she does could be kind of written away as like, oh, it's Harry Potter. Yeah. But it's like, no, it's just. But fundamentally, it's fucking evil. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. yeah. How many of you got? Um, well, I've got two more, but right. I think I think one's do one one's and more. I'll do one. Okay. I've only got one more. Um, no. Well, my one, I was kind of a wee bit dubious on this one because he he is just hated. He's not annoying. Mm. He's no, just I'm very pro- very hated. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it was Joffrey. Yeah. Yeah. Joffrey. Yeah. 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 He's he's easily the most hated. Character. I Actually, would say, I'll, I'll, I'll just put in here. Off camera, I was off fucking recording. I was mentioning. I, I asked my colleagues about this at work, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and they kind of gave. Mm, but one they did say was this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, he is. He is just he is. so. But I think it's worse when it's a child. Well, that's and another thing. What, like, what do you think about who was the child you mentioned? No, it was no, it was you uh, again. It was said. Yeah, said. Yeah. So, what do you think about being a child? Because that's kind of like. A massive and excuse. In a, in, in a, sense in a way, yeah. You, you'd, you always expect them to be kind of, to be slightly bad, mm-hmm. but not fall through. Not know what's right from wrong. Yeah. These ones don't know they're right from wrong, and they lean more into the wrong than. Uh, especially or, when, or is it the case where they do know right or wrong and still yeah. push uh, the push for, them? For what I've noticed. So Joffrey knew the evil that he was doing. Oh, he 100% was untouchable. Yeah, his rules were taken away. Nobody, yeah. he, nobody could give him a rule because he's the king. He's, uh, yeah, so I so feel he like he just kind of reveled in his... And you also talk about the kind of popularity of Game of Thrones at that time. And so everyone was watching it and everyone was always saying, oh, Joffrey, Joffrey. And there wasn't like a yeah. bandwagon, I don't think. I don't think there would have been, I don't think there would have been many, oh, yeah, Joffrey's, yeah, I'm on team. No, uh, no, nah. he was like... Because he, he made... Santa. Yeah, he, he, the, 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 well, yeah, he fucking terrorised yeah. his, his wife, who was only there for a, like a political manoeuvrance. Uh, he used his power to absolute ridicule anybody that he could. And if he didn't like get his way around, off of their head, like, away yeah. they went. So, I mean, see... You've got to look at the acts, right. I suppose. Like. See how happy... <laughs> Watching him die on screen, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I must yeah. have made so many people happy. Like, yeah. yes! <laughs> I seen the clip of him getting slapped by Dinklage. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it I played s- over yeah. and over. It was like yeah. therapy. See, the only way he got away that was his uncle at the time. Yeah. Well, it's his uncle at, no, at the time I know, yeah. but yeah, it's his uncle. So he kind of, but even still, uh, uh, right. Okay, so. Right, no notes on this one. Uh, I just thought sometimes Ross Geller pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> pisses me right off. I knew you. Yeah, Ross Geller. Did you? Yeah, because you don't like friends. 
No, I never said I never liked Friends. Do you know? I think I've, I've I, seen. I've oh seen no, no, it's Leah just never watched it or something. Leah's never watched yeah, it. That was that's it. Leah, Leah's like, like what I'm going to say is a way to be like fucking gobbledygook to to Leah. But um, I think that right, every Friends character could be an alien because they are like ultra sort of uh, hyper yeah. realistic. Like they're, and they're stretched over. Ten seasons, so what yeah. So there's phases. So, right. so what their character was has been kind of lost over time. Yeah, yeah. No, there, so there's phases, <coughs> and, and there's like periods where, um, like Chandler mm-hmm. um, was the buddy, and then he was like the kind of outsider, the buddy of Joey. Then he was kind of like outsider, and nothing, and, and mm. then he was a hopeless romantic, and then he got with Monica, and then he was you know a husband and. Potentially a dad and all that shit. Phases, right? Uh, Joey, similarly, uh, started off as like the the goofy one, and then he had a kind of semi-serious with him and Rachel, kind of had a wee thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then became the one who knew the secret. And that was a good yeah, phase. yeah. He was yeah. Uh, no Joey's always had the good phase. Yeah, yeah, fine. But Ross, man, right? He's just a couple of things. That, a couple of things is the um, so the whole thing with him and Rachel, right? And him and any girl in, in, in this thing mm. is that he thinks that because he likes this girl then that means that he almost like owns her in a way yeah he, he is very sexist and, 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 and kind and, of and, and misogynistic p- protects was it, um, like possessive possessive that's oh, the one possessive yeah so like even like the the fucking major thing where um, now, set the scene, right? You know one person who's got the dream job, right? Yeah. They're ready to go and move <laughs> to another part of the world, right? To fulfill this, this great job, right? You've got I, another you know, person funny, I just who's watched fucking... episode. Really, yeah. You've got another person, right, who has had feelings for this person all the fucking life and waited. No, not before they leave the house. Not while they're in the taxi. Yeah. While they're on the fucking plane, right, to tell yeah. them that they love them, hoping that that's enough for them to change the whole fucking thing. Yeah. No. Nah. He's he's very entitled. Yeah. He's so needy. Yeah. He's a, yeah he's a, I think he's just a, like a man child. I think there's something, like I said, I think he was alright at the start, but then in the end, he's just like, oh, David Shore, can you just like act really loudly and just whine about what you want? It's like, okay, yeah. I just kind of got uh, came his character later on. It's like, yeah. I'm always moaning about stuff I'm not getting. It's like, it's, oh, that's it, yeah. He yeah. just feels he's entitled to things. And it, and it, okay, so there's a he's he's been with her. Um, you saw the kid, mm. right? And first of all, he was was he not quite antsy that he wanted to be a boy, couldn't be a girl. I can't remember. And then and then the boy was okay. I may have mistaken it, but there was a, there was a period where the boy was playing with a, a doll, and he, yeah, was, he wasn't yeah, having yeah, that. Oh, yeah, because uh, the the mum was a lesbian and he was worried yeah. about yeah, she yeah, was yeah. turning yeah. gay. So like, that's, like, that's like weird. 80s, 90s stuff. Oh. That you can't it is, yeah, but it's still him. Yeah, that, and I think I think a lot that's to do with the writing. Yeah, get mm-hmm. you. But that character is like, right. Put put the the guy the guys in order of who you like to be your mate. Ross is so far at the bottom. Oh, it's unbelievable. It's Chandler and Joey. Then. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can argue, but I would swap. Yeah, first you, you can swap them to either yeah. way. But, but he's always going to third. Like, give me the fuck. So I take Rachel over, no. Phoebe. The Gellers the Gellers are right at the bottom, man. <laughs> the worst. So um the reason I never led with that is because I don't mm. hate him. I just found it annoying. Well that's it. 
It's not characters that aren't meant to be annoying uh, or meant to be liked mm-hmm. that have turned out annoying. Yeah, so that's it. So jo- jo- Joffrey is meant to be hated. Yeah, and you yeah, hate that's, that's it. Yeah, since yeah. probably met, yeah, he's meant to be hated and you hate him. Fine. Yeah. Um, it's, it's the ones who maybe aren't necessarily meant to be. Uh, it so, be the wrong way. Yeah. And so you've got one more. Last one, Jar Jar Binks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's something that's kind of at the time it was it was huge. But then now people have let like softened on the prequels as a whole, and people mm. softened all the characters. So I don't think you can. I've never went back and watched uh, watched that. I'm not gonna say people like it now. Jar Jar Binks was any good. I just I just didn't get the hate. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, he's been annoying. Mm-hmm. They, they tried to make him better. They, they tried to make. Uh, it was. A, it became like a martyr. You know what I mean? Like uh, he's the reason why this all sucks. It's like not just really. feels like merchandising that they were just trying to do there. So can, nice wee so toy to play to sell. Episodes four, five, and six were like a massive yeah. hit. They, they tried to do one, two, three, yeah, yeah, and like they basically tried to use Jar Jar Binks as the CP three O and the, yeah, yeah, yeah. As, yeah, as the sidekick, the funny and it yeah. just didn't C-3PO. hit. Yeah. Well, CPR. CPO. But yeah, I, I think with at least C three PO was the only one I could probably talk, and he talked. You know, just normal like English, uh, but then with Jar of Ace, it was always like, Oh, I've got to repeat my yes, name. Sir. <laughs> say senses the wrong way, but not wise like Yoda. It's always like loud and annoying. Yeah, thank you. Well done, annoying. Yeah, take the box, take the box. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right, so that was our some of our most hated, annoying characters in TV or film history. So you can hit us up on uh. Uh, Facebook or Twitter is that Krusty's nipple or Krusty's stud nipple on Facebook to tell us your most hated character what, what character gets under your skin or just annoys you that nobody else like will hear will hear you like you can have characters like I hate this guy and I was like what, what do you like that for so <laughs> so any characters like that we'll, we'll, we'll no we'll judgement here yeah we'll let <laughs> it here <laughs> but we will judge you as soon as we <laughs> yeah alright note that you've heard us ramble on for long enough and heard our recommendations so that will bring us an end to this half of the Krusty's episode, or well, this end of this chapter. If you'd like to hear a review of this week's movie, The Gentleman, please listen to the other episode, where we'll discuss our best and worst scenes, favourite quotes, and much more, and also what will be our movie for next time. So we will see you on the other side. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. It may be empty I'd be a million